Let's talk about emotional intelligence. And I feel like a lot of things, this has become somewhat of a buzzword these days. But in my opinion, it's actually like having this superpower because of its super transformative impact on like various aspects of your life. Emotional intelligence about understanding and managing your own emotions, as well as being able to empathize with and understand how other people are feeling. But it also intertwines with your subconscious mind and your energetic systems. And that is what I'm going to dive into in this episode today. And trust me, you're going to want to grab a pen and a notebook because I'm going to talk to you about how you can actually start to find buried emotions and process them. This is a powerful thing that I teach all of my clients how to do because it's been my experience that when you hit resistance, it is not always a belief that is limiting you. A lot of the time it's actually a buried emotion causing an energetic issue like a kink in the hose or a hairball in the drain. (laughs) So when you can learn how to process your emotions in a healthy way, which is part of emotional intelligence, then you can start to use them to guide your decision making, to manage your stress, to help you become more resilient and to improve relationships, not just with other people, but with yourself. Cool, right? All right, let's go. Let's dive into this. You're listening to the Limitless Life Podcast, helping you simplify mindset and energetics by giving you easy to use strategies that'll help you ditch the self-sabotage and move through resistance so you can create your limitless life and business. I'm your host, Brenna Johnston, and as a subconscious mindset strategist, I've learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work even easier and far more effective. So join me weekly for new episodes and get ready to step into your highest potential. If it were possible that I could help you get clarity so you could go from feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and lost to feeling fulfilled and magnetic, how long would you want to wait before you started working towards that? Just want to remind you that summer applications are now open for my exclusive one-on-one expansion coaching mentorship. I only have two spots left at the time of this recording. These spots fill super fast because I only take six clients at a time. So if you've been finding yourself feeling a bit stuck, you've plateaued or leveled off in one or more areas of your life, relationships, business, health, spirituality, maybe you feel like you're constantly doing more to have more and it's leaving you just feeling completely overwhelmed and exhausted, this is definitely for you. This is by application only because I want to make sure that this is the absolute right fit for you so that you can experience massive, massive transformations. So I'm going to drop the link in the show notes to the application, or you can visit me on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnston and go to the bio and the link is going to be in there as well. Welcome back to the Limitless Life podcast or welcome if you're new here. I'm your host, Brenda Johnston. And as usual, this is the place for you to be if you are into anything subconscious mind related, energy, manifesting, all the things. I'm basically obsessed with this kind of stuff. It's why I do what I do. You know what's cool about the subconscious mind actually? Like what I love about the subconscious mind? Not only is it one of your best partners in life, it's like a goal getting machine, a genie in a bottle. But it's like a treasure chest. 
It's filled with beliefs and memories and experiences. And it also holds the key to unlocking your emotional intelligence. By working with your subconscious, you can start to uncover all these patterns and beliefs that shape how you feel about things. And then bring your energetic system into this. Your energetic systems are like channels that your life force energy flows through. And those are closely tied to your emotions. So again, when you develop emotional intelligence, you can start to balance and harmonize your energetic flow. And that creates a sense of well-being and inner peace. Who doesn't want that, right? (laughs) Here's the thing. Unlocking your emotional intelligence does not have to be complicated or intimidating. Like most things, I like to break it down and make it simple because I think there's a lot of bullshit and fluff out there. I think there's a lot of coaches and practitioners out there who try to make people become dependent on them. I've actually experienced that in my life and it's gross and I don't like it. So my goal with anything I do, especially with this podcast, is to help educate you so that you can also have the tools you need to start moving forward and doing things. So unlocking your emotional intelligence, first of all, where do I want to go with this first? Here's what I'm going to say. First, you need to be willing to get to know all of the parts of yourself so that you can start to understand why you feel the way you do. This doesn't mean you need to go backwards and sit in your shit. It just means you need to be open-minded. So emotional intelligence on a base layer, there's like several kind of key components to it. Here's just a few of them because like I could go on forever just talking about this. Um... Self-awareness, so recognizing and understanding your own emotions, your strengths, weaknesses, triggers, uh, self-regulation, managing and regulating your emotions in a healthy and constructive way. That also includes the ability to control those impulsive reactions. Uh, It means you're able to adapt to changing circumstances and maintain emotional balance. Motivation, emotional intelligence means you have this motivation. It's being able to harness your emotions to drive you forward, recognizing that, you know, sometimes people say the lower vibrational emotions are bad. No, sometimes they can be a really powerful catalyst to push you forward. Empathy, being able to perceive and appreciate different perspectives, being able to show compassion, Uh, and to effectively communicate and connect with other people. That's a big part of emotional intelligence. Social skills. This is also about effective communication. Conflict. Conflict? (laughs) I'm having trouble with my words again. Conflict resolution, cooperation, collaboration. People with strong social skills have the ability to navigate situations with a higher level of empathy and respect. And this is actually something I really learned the most about being in a corporate environment for so long. Looking back, I can definitely see the lack of emotional intelligence that was in that space. And listen, I'm not perfect. I also was lacking massive amounts of emotional intelligence back then. My way of dealing with things was to 
pop off at people. I thought that um, being an angry person was actually a great thing. It's like a defense mechanism for me. It's really funny because when people find out that I used to be a really angry person, a lot of times they don't believe me. Um, But yeah, I was a super angry person for most of my life. Most of my adult life, anyways. And it uh, severely limited me in life. Don't recommend it. Zero to five stars. Here's the thing. Even now, like recently, I've been tapping into various aspects of my emotional intelligence a lot over the past few months. Let's just say I've had my eyes opened to how much gaslighting goes on in the health, wellness, and medical space, even the naturopathic medical space. I'm going to talk more about this experience at some point. Um... I honestly don't have the words to be able to articulate it right now. What I will say is it makes me really, really fucking angry and really sad. Hmm. Just saying that is actually making me emotional. And in the past, I would have hung on to those emotions, especially the anger. And I wouldn't have been able to process it, and it would have got stored in my body. So let's use this as a jumping off point now that I've gathered my thoughts here. Let's talk about buried emotions. If an emotion gets generated and then it's suppressed with like booze or drugs, which I used to do a lot when I was younger, or shitty food, whatever it is, that emotion doesn't go away. It stays in your system and it has to find a home. Guilt might settle in your hips or your thighs. Anger is most likely to go hang out in your liver. Sadness might rent some space in some corner of your heart or your lungs. Your goal is to work on removing the backlog of emotions so that when you feel a new emotion, it isn't sparking up all of those stored emotions which is often what causes those over-the-top emotional reactions that we sometimes experience, especially when we're doing this type of work. And listen, there's no shame in having an emotional backlog. I actually don't know anyone who doesn't have one. It's called the human experience. But like anything that you try to bury alive, I've never actually tried to bury anything alive but I'm going to use that metaphor. Like anything you try to bury alive, it will continue to try and get your attention when it's ready to be expressed. We all experience a full spectrum of emotions, whether you recognize it or not. And your goal is to unlock your emotional intelligence so that you can recognize it and so that you can process things in a healthy way. Because If you do not express your emotions in a conscious and healthy way, trust me, they will be expressed subconsciously in your body, in your life, like the kinks in the hose, the hairball in the drain. You all have the ability to find these buried emotions. We all do. 
it can take some practice, especially if you're not grounded and connected to your body, which 75% of the population isn't. It's also a big reason why people work with me or they find other practitioners to help them move through the emotions that they've been hanging on to. And one of the best ways to actually find these emotions is to do a self-scan of your energy and your body. And so closer to the end of this episode, I'm actually going to give you the basic download on how to do that. And I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite ways to process the emotions that you might find buried in there. But first, let's actually talk about trapped emotions some more. Trapped emotions can disrupt the natural flow of energy in your energetic systems. They can create blockages or distortions in the flow of energy, and that leads to an imbalance. And when we have those imbalances, they can actually manifest as physical discomfort, emotional distress, and mental disease in general. Trapped emotions can literally manifest as physical symptoms like chronic pain, tension headaches, digestive issues, uh, fatigue can be influenced by unresolved emotional um, energy. Unresolved emotions that are trapped in our energy or our body can resurface and influence our emotional well-being. So we can have emotional disturbances, meaning we could experience mood swings, anxiety, depression, irritability, emotional sensitivity. Trapped emotions can amplify the intensity of emotional reactions, which also leads to emotional imbalances. Trapped emotions can impact our relationships with other people. They might influence your ability to connect empathetically or communicate effectively or establish healthy boundaries, which is a massive thing. That unresolved emotional energy can create patterns of like emotional triggers or repetitive conflicts in relationships. Trapped emotions can actually cloud your judgment and your decision-making process. When unresolved emotions are present, what happens is they can distort your perception, which leads to this biased interpretation of things and can create these impulsive reactions. So it becomes really challenging to make clear, rational choices when trapped emotions are influencing your thought patterns. And trapped emotions can contribute to a sense of being emotionally stuck or stagnant. You can feel like you've disconnected from your authentic self. Maybe you've never known your authentic self. Maybe you've lost your sparkle. They can hinder your personal growth, your self-expression, your overall well-being. So this is why releasing trapped emotions is so important for personal transformation and creating this like enhanced emotional resilience and a greater sense of inner harmony altogether. And something I want you to recognize, like most things I talk about, you're all individuals. So it's important to remember that the experiences and effects of trapped emotions can vary from person to person. So just because I'm saying these things doesn't mean that's how it's necessarily going to manifest inside of you. But here's the cool thing. That energy that is caught up in a stuck emotion, when we process it and it's released, that energy suddenly becomes available for creation. You can channel that energy into something productive instead of letting it become destructive, 
which is when I talk about like sometimes anger doesn't need to be this bad, horrible thing. Sometimes as a catalyst, this is what I'm talking about. But you have to learn to harness it in the right way. And the first step to do that is to understand, like everything, you are in charge of your body, you're in charge of your mind, and you are in charge of your energy. All of your molecules and cells and electrical impulses, you are in control of all of that. You are in control of yourself. This is about being mindful. Are you allowing yourself to fall victim to your own stories? Are you telling yourself that you can't handle what's going on inside of you? A common theme that comes up with a lot of my clients, and I've said it too, I always get in my own way. I'm my own worst enemy. Here's the thing. Emotional intelligence is really about claiming your own power and letting go of those stories of powerlessness. So ask yourself, what are the stories you're telling yourself about your emotions? Do you tell yourself the same stories based on habits? Like really notice that. That being said, there is a fine line between managing your emotions appropriately and moving through them and bypassing them. So what is that fine line? Are you giving yourself space for the uncomfortable things to surface when they do? And when they do, do you get caught up in them? Or do you get on top of them in an appropriate kind of way? Or do you just ignore them completely and convince yourself that it's nothing? Listen, I get it. There is some heavy shit going on in the world right now and in people's lives. And I want to acknowledge there are deeper wounds, experiences, and unimaginable fucking grief and traumatic experiences that all different people have. We are all individuals. When I am talking about taking control of your emotions, what I'm referring to is creating a better relationship with all of those parts of you. Sometimes we have to do deeper work to deal with the deeper wounds and grief and traumatic experiences. I'm not discounting that. When it comes to emotions and energy, I'm actually of the belief that the state we're trying to be in is a state of emotional neutrality. Emotional neutrality helps us maintain balance in our energetic vibration, which is good for the energy we're sending out into the world. And I can hear the gasps from people. (laughs) Emotional neutrality, don't you always want to be seeking that higher vibrational state? Let me explain. When we become overly identified or attached to particular emotions, especially negative ones, our energy can become imbalanced. Same thing happens when we're overly attached to like those high vibe emotions. We're chasing those high vibe emotions. Our energy can become imbalanced because it's really hard to maintain that. So emotional neutrality allows you to acknowledge and experience emotions without getting swept away by their intensity And that helps to maintain a stable, harmonious, energetic state. And here's where it gets cool. Emotions like joy, love, and gratitude, which carry those high, which carry those higher vibrational frequencies, 
when you cultivate emotional neutrality, you can actually experience those higher frequency positive emotions way more easily and you can maintain them more easy. Is that even proper English? I don't even know. So by aligning with those higher frequency emotions, your energetic vibration naturally elevates. You don't have to chase them. You don't have to constantly be going, how can I raise my vibe to experience joy? You don't have to chase joy. You don't have to chase love or gratitude or any of those things for that matter. It also allows you to connect to your authentic self because you're free from all of these excessive emotional attachments or identifications. Here's something cool. Have you ever noticed that people in North America, like especially, we refer to our emotions as being them. I am angry, I am happy, I am sad. But people in Europe, for example, they tend to refer to their emotions in terms of like having them. I am having anger. I am having happiness. I want you to actually say, I am angry, and then say, I'm having anger. Can you notice the difference of how your inner experience changes when you have an emotion versus being that emotion? Having an emotion allows you to release the judgment around it and express your unique energetic signature more freely. I also want to point out, you do not need to constantly go looking for all of the trapped emotions that you might have. Just like you don't have to constantly be looking for all the ways you're broken or all the traumas you're carrying. As you cultivate your emotional intelligence, you're going to know when you might have something that wants your attention because it's going to present itself or you're going to experience some sort of resistance, which is a way that it presents itself. Okay, so how do you find these trapped emotions? One of the ways that I like to do this, which I mentioned earlier, is a self-scan of your energy and body. Remember, this, like many things, takes practice, but here's the basics of how you're going to do this. First, you're going to find a nice, calm space, nice, quiet place where you can sit or lie down comfortably. You want to create an environment that allows you to relax and focus your attention inward. You don't want to be distracted by a bunch of shit. Next, you're going to take a few deep breaths just to center yourself, to bring your awareness into the present moment. And you're just going to tell your body that you're going to ask it to release any tension or stress and just let it kind of melt out of your body. Then you want to ground yourself. So visualize or imagine roots extending from the soles of your feet going deep down into the earth. And I want you to really feel or imagine the sense of connection and grounding as you're anchoring yourself into the earth's supportive energy. Then you're going to bring your attention to your physical body. Starting at the top of your head, just slowly scan down through each part of your body. Pay attention to any sensations or areas that your attention goes to. Does your mind stop at our particular area? Make a note of that. You can notice any physical sensations as you're scanning through your body. 
Um, might be tightness, heaviness, tingling, warmth, or any other sensations that feel significant or different from your surrounding areas or what you usually experience, make a note of that. Observe your emotions along with the physical sensations. Pay attention. Are there emotions surfacing during the scan? Notice if any specific areas create like an emotional response or trigger a memory or a thought. Next, what you're going to do is you're going to scan your energetic field, your bio field. So I want you to imagine you're expanding your awareness beyond your physical body and into your aura, into your biofield. You're going to visualize, sense, or imagine that energy around you extending a few inches beyond your body, and you're going to scan that space for any shifts or variations. Is it light? Is it dense? Just notice any physical discomfort. Again, heightened emotions. Um, black spots is something that people tell me they find a lot of the time, or like gray areas. Those may be indications of trapped emotions or energy imbalances. The energy scan is usually the part that people find the most difficult. And that's where people like me come in. Um, We can make it easier to help you navigate that stuff. But I also want you to know and understand, like, you can learn to do this stuff on your own. And then after you're done the scan, just take some time to reflect on the areas that you've identified. You can journal, you can contemplate. In this case, I highly recommend just kind of journaling a little bit about your experience because it can help you deepen your understanding and your awareness of all of those parts of you, as well as the trapped emotions or energetic patterns you may have encountered because maybe next month or next week or whenever you do another scan, you might find something in the same spot. Validating. I like to track things because I'm a bit of a nerd that way. Okay, so you found some things. Now what? Well, now we want you to process or release those emotions. And there are a lot of ways you can do this. But one of the best ways to get started with this is a simple breathwork pattern, which actually helps release the trapped emotions and energy, and it's called the four, seven, eight breath. So the way you're gonna do this, you start by fully exhaling. So you're gonna take a deep breath in through your nose, fill your belly with air, and literally exhale completely through your mouth, making like a whooshing sound to release any stagnant energy. So that would be like big breath in, and then let it go. Then you're going to inhale to the count of four. You're going to hold the breath for seven counts and you're going to exhale slowly to the count of eight. And you're going to release that breath gently and audibly through your mouth. You're going to use sound to help you release this, making that sound again while you're counting to eight. Sound made by us really helps to move energy through us and to process emotions. I'm all about sound healing. I love all types of sound healing, but what most people don't recognize or understand 
you yourself can make specific noises to move energy through you and release it. So as you're doing this, you're going to feel the release of any tension or trapped emotions as you exhale. You're probably going to want to repeat the cycle about four times, but just pay attention. How, what's coming up for you? Do you feel clear? If you feel like you need to flail your arms around while you're doing this, then do that. I am a very physical person when it comes to breath work. My arms need to be flinging and my body needs to be moving. It's how I move stuff through me. Again, you're just going to observe what has happened after you've completed your cycles. And then you're just going to return to normal breathing. Just going to allow your body and your mind to kind of relax. You're going to notice any shifts or sensations that come up. And first and foremost, when you go into this, set the intention to release any stuck, trapped emotions. Our intention combined with the breath is what makes this so powerful. So be open to the release of the trapped emotions or any other changes that might occur. And you, my friend, have a powerful, powerful way of processing emotional shit that might be stuck inside of you. This was a big episode, I know, but it's kind of a big topic. So if this episode gave you some aha moments or you learned something new, I would love for you to share it with other people in your life. Also, you can screenshot this and tag me on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnston or shoot me a DM so that I know that it resonated with you. Or if you have questions, let me know. And if you haven't already done this, I would love for you to go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google or wherever you listen to this podcast Leave me a five-star rating and review because things like this podcast take a lot of time and energy to create, and those reviews help me reach even more people around the world and share this message and help other people shift their energetic signatures. Sharing is caring. It's an actual thing. I would love and appreciate it if you would take the time to do that for me. And until next time, here's to creating your limitless life.